Hello, my name is Douglas Block. I'm an author and mental health educator. Welcome to your Depression Recovery Podcast, where each week we talk about practical tools and coping strategies for healing from depression and anxiety. This week's podcast was adapted from one of my YouTube videos. I hope you enjoy it. This is episode nine of the serialization of my audiobook, When Going Through Hell, Don't Stop. You'll be listening to part four, chapter four, excuse me, part two. The name of the chapter is called How I Cope with Suicidal Thoughts and Feelings. At the end of chapter one, I had just finished consulting with a good minister friend about what to do with my suicidal urges and how to resist them. Now I'll be consulting with other sources of spiritual help. Looking for additional words of spiritual encouragement. I visited my local bookstore and spoke to the owner, Lisa, about my ordeal. After listening intently, she walked over to the new arrivals table and pointed to a beautifully decorated book called the Celtic Tree Oracle. Lisa explained that the text describes the symbolism of the 25 letters of the Celtic alphabet. Each letter was associated with a tree or bush and was linked to a specific aspect of Celtic philosophy and cosmology. I've always felt an affinity to the tree kingdom, which I nurtured through a quarter century of hiking in the forests of the Pacific Northwest. Perhaps, I thought, these trees could speak to me now. During the Middle Ages, it was customary for monks to open up the Bible at random, point to a passage, and receive guidance from it. Why not do the same with this book? I thought. With a prayer on my lips, I opened the volume and found myself staring at a page with the Celtic letter Edar, which translates as white poplar. The interpretation reads as follows. This tree is concerned with finding the spiritual strength and endurance to face the harsh realities that life presents us, often over a long, debilitating period of time. It conveys a sense of the ability to endure and conquer. In this way, it prevents death and the urge to give way under the impossible odds that you must overcome. It is, therefore, of great assistance on the journey towards rebirth. I was deeply moved by how clearly the reading depicted my predicament as well as by the hope that it offered. This is an auspicious event, Lisa remarked after I showed her the passage. It indicates that you want to live, and that spirit will help you to survive your ordeal. Lisa then photocopied the image of the poplar, as well as its interpretation, so that I could carry it around as a symbol of protection. In future weeks and months, I looked at the picture and read the words of encouragement whenever I felt myself slipping. My next visit was to a spiritual counselling service sponsored by a New Thought church in the Portland area. As I approached the space where the lay ministers were seated, I wondered how they would respond to my situation. If I have one criticism of New Thought spirituality, or its psychological counterpart, the power of positive thinking. It is that it focuses exclusively on the good and neglects the dark side of life. 
So it came as no surprise when the volunteer approached me with a cheery smile and said, What shall we affirm today? Prosperity? Health? Happiness? Creative self-expression? Actually, I was thinking of committing suicide, I replied. I watched with a combination of concern and amusement as the volunteer's face turned white. I think I should get my supervisor, she said, as she hurried out the door. When the supervisor arrived, I assured her that this was no joke, that I really was depressed and needed help. Understanding the seriousness of my predicament, she sat down with the volunteer and recited two positive prayers, which affirmed my capacity for healing and wholeness. I find no fault with the church practitioner for being overwhelmed. Many friends, and even some psychotherapists, could not handle the intensity of my suicidal pain. Whenever I tried to share my suicidal thoughts, they would either get angry or abruptly change the subject. Only those people who were specifically trained to treat major depression, or who had been there and back, could deal with my extreme condition. One such person was a social worker named Judy. Having attempted suicide herself, she knew firsthand what goes on in the mind of a suicidal individual. Judy saw her clients, many of whom were in severe crisis, out of her small Victorian home, nestled in the Columbia River Gorge, 25 miles east of Portland. At our first meeting, she got right to the heart of the matter. Suicide is not chosen, Judy said emphatically. It comes when emotional pain exceeds the resources for coping with the pain. While speaking, Judy showed me a picture of scales to illustrate her point. You are not a bad or weak person, she continued. Neither do you want to die. You just want to end your suffering. I nodded in agreement. Your problem is that the scales are weighed down on the side of the pain. To get the scales back in balance, you can do one of two things. Discover a way to reduce your pain, or find a way to increase your coping resources. I explained that the former option seemed impossible. Then let me give you a coping resource that I'm sure you'll find life-saving, Judy said, as she handed me a pamphlet titled, How to Cope with Suicidal Thoughts and Feelings. I read it briefly and felt a mild sense of hope. One more thing, Judy added. I know you think that killing yourself will end your pain. But according to what I've read, consciousness continues even after death. Some people even believe that we reincarnate and return to Earth in order to work out issues that we didn't resolve in this life. Perhaps there is no easy escape. What other option are you suggesting? Stick around until you get better. Beating Michael Jordan in a one-on-one basketball game would be more likely. Crises, including suicidal ones, are time-limited, Judy countered. Eventually, something's got to give. Provided you don't kill yourself, 
you will be around to experience the next chapter of your life. That's easy for you to say, but you're not in this hell. My intuition is telling me that I'm stuck here forever. Cognitively, you cannot help but think, I'm permanently frozen in horrible pain. This is what depression is, a failure of the imagination. The chemical imbalance in your brain is preventing you from envisioning a positive future. Nevertheless, I want you to at least make room for the possibility that some unexpected good might grace your life. Sensing that I was stuck in unbelief, Judy leaned back in her chair and recounted the following parable. According to an ancient tale, a Sufi village was attacked and captured by a group of warriors. The king of the vicious tribe told the vanquished that unless they fulfilled his wish, the entire village would be put to death the following morning. The king's wish was to know the secret of what would make him happy when he was sad and sad when he was happy. The village people constructed a large bonfire and all night long their wise men and women strove to answer the riddle. What could make a person happy when he is sad and sad when he is happy? Finally, sunrise dawned and the king entered the village. Approaching the wise ones, he asked, Have you fulfilled my request? Yes, they replied. The king was delighted. Well, show me your gift. One of the men reached into a pouch and presented the king with a gold ring. The king was perplexed. I have no need of more gold, he exclaimed. How can this ring make me happy when I am sad and sad when I am happy? The king looked again, and this time he noticed that the ring bore an inscription. It read, This too shall pass. It is an immutable law of the cosmos, Judy continued, that the only constant in the universe is change. Haven't things happened to you that you never would have predicted? I nodded my head as I recalled the many experiences, both good and bad, that life had unexpectedly brought me. Since you cannot know your future with absolute certainty, then allow for the possibility that a healing may be waiting for you around the corner. Pat tells me that you have already created a survival plan for yourself. I use it to get through each day. Good. Then stick with your strategy. Instead of fretting about the future, simply create the support that you need to stay alive, one day at a time. Please repeat this statement. I am creating the support that I need to stay alive, one day at a time. I am creating the support that I need to stay alive, one day at a time, I said meekly. Good. Now. I want you to repeat this affirmation every day. It doesn't matter whether you believe it. Keep saying it anyway. I know that you are going to live. Judy's heartfelt sincerity and intensity left a deep impression on me. Although I felt hopeless, she seemed so confident. 
Maybe she's right, I mused. Mary, Lisa, and Judy were three guardian angels who came to me in my darkest hour. They presented a vision of healing to me that I could not see for myself. Although their faith in my restoration did not remove my physical and psychological pain, it did give me a reason to hang on. I now believed that as long as I stayed alive, a miracle was possible. This has been Douglas Block. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something from it. If you'd like to ask me any questions about what you have heard, feel free to email me at douglasblock at gmail.com. That's my first and last name, all lowercase, at gmail.com, without any dots or underscores. If you would like to learn more about my work with depression, you can visit my website, www.healingfromdepression.com, or go to my YouTube channel. Just open up YouTube and type in the words Douglas Block Depression, and my depression recovery channel should come right up. Finally, I would like to remind you that depression and anxiety are treatable conditions. It may take time to find the right therapy or combination of therapies, but if you persevere, you can achieve the healing that you seek. And until our next podcast, I wish you the best in your mental health recovery. Thank you for listening.